Hello, and thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of DeRitter, Louisiana, recorded at our 10 o'clock service on Sunday, November 25th, 2018. Our text for the day is John's Gospel, the 18th chapter, verses 33 through 37. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, so you are a king? Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. For this I was born and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Some of you have heard me say before, that I think there are two very well-known biblical characters that have gotten an unfair rap over the last 2,000 years. One of those is Judas Iscariot. No, I'm not giving Judas a pass for sacrifice, for betraying Jesus. But if you look at the Gospels, Judas knew before anybody else what he had done because Judas was dead before Jesus was. But the second person who gets a bum rap, I think, in Scripture is Pontius Pilate. And Pilate, I think, gets a bum rap not because he did the right thing, but because Jesus suffered under Pontius Pilate because the faithful told him to crucify Jesus. <clears throat> Even though Judas had told the crowds, I find nothing wrong with this man. And on this Sunday, where we celebrate Christ the King Sunday, we go back to a very pivotal passage in John's Gospel to help us explore a deeper truth than whether or not Pilate or Jesus was right or wrong. But we go back to this passage from Good Friday to ask a question of ourselves. Pilate asked Jesus, So, you are a king? The question we must ask ourselves on this Christ the King Sunday is, well... Is Jesus really the king of our lives? As we look at the totality of our existence, can it be said that Jesus is our king? I want you to think about that for a minute. And I want you to think about it in terms of faithfulness. See, the whole point of this holiday, this Christ the King Sunday, the last day of the Christian year, is to help people focus on Jesus' second coming. And yet, did we ever get His first coming? Did we ever get His first coming? 
as we look deep in our hearts, when we look in our lives, we must ask ourselves, is Jesus our Lord? Is Jesus our Savior? Or is He just someone convenient we like to have in our back pockets? In this little exchange between Jesus and Pilate, I want you to hear a few things that may not be obvious. Because Pilate gave Jesus a chance. He said, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, what did he say? Let's make sure we don't mess this up. Do you ask this on your own? Do we acknowledge Jesus as king because he's king of our lives? Or do we acknowledge Jesus as king because it's the right thing to do, but we really haven't bought into it, but it's one of those things that we need to do to make ourselves feel good or buy insurance when we go to heaven or whatever other selfish motivation there is for following Jesus. See, we cannot, we do not have the luxury. We do not have the luxury of being halfway in our faith. We can't say, I believe because my parents believed. We can't say, I believe because my spouse drags me to church. We can't say, I believe because of something that's happened to me. We must own our faith. That's the first thing we see here. We must own our faith. Jesus was not going to let Pilate get away with passing the buck on this. Jesus asked him, do you ask this on your own? It's a good question. Are you the king of the Jews? Let me ask you this. Is Jesus the king of us? Is Jesus the king of our church? Is he king of our lives? Is he king of our community? Is he king of our state? Is he king of our country? Is he king of our world? The temporal stuff, forget about it. But let us remember that Jesus is going to be asking us, am I your Lord? Or have you heard about this from others? Jesus answered, do you ask this on your own? Or did others tell you about me? Listen to that very second phrase. Did others tell you about me? Second thing we must remember is the faithful have a responsibility to be Christ's advocates. The faithful have a responsibility to be Christ's advocates. What was the last time you told someone about Jesus? What was the last time that you bore witness to the work that Christ has done, is doing, and will do. Not only in your life, but in the world. See, Jesus is putting Pilate on the spot. He's not letting Pilate get away with what others have said. But Jesus also knew that others had been speaking about him. I want to let you in on a little, I want to let you in on a little good news. Listen very carefully. We'll let you in a little piece of good news. You have been telling people about Jesus' role in your life. 
Did you know that? You've been telling people about Jesus' role in your life. So relax if you're trying to figure out if you've told. The question is, what have you been telling them? By your silence, have you been telling them nothing? By the actions that you take, are you telling people that Jesus says one thing, but I do something else? Jesus is asking us these questions. And he's making us own the fact that we have a responsibility to be intentional about what we tell others about Jesus. Is our relationship with Christ and His church such that we are consumers? Or are we servants? Are we those that want God to give us everything, but we want nothing? We want to give Him nothing? Or give Him what's left over? The faithful have a responsibility to be Christ's advocates. Understanding the reality that the lives that we lead speak to our faith more than anything else. Are we committed to be advocates for Jesus Christ? Are we convinced to tell a story about God's love? I can promise you, this morning, almost everybody in this state knows how to tell a story about what somebody else did. Happens every Sunday after the LSU Tigers play. We know how to tell a story about what's important to us. But even in the narratives of silly little football games, we refuse to take ownership. We like to blame the announcers. We like to blame the referees. We like to blame this or that person or this or that player instead of just say, hey, we didn't get it done. We know how to tell the stories that are important to us. Are we being advocates for the saving grace of Jesus Christ who provides a peace which passes all understanding? Do you notice when Jesus asked the question, do you answer that, ask this on your own or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and, your chief, and the chief priest have handed you over to me. What have you done? Listen to Jesus' answer. My kingdom is not from this world. How many of us lose sleep at night over temporal affairs? How many of us lose sleep over things over which are irrelevant at the end of time? A life of faith, brothers and sisters, a life of faith has to be focused on the eternal. A life of faith has to be focused on the eternal. What gets your blood pressure up more? A team scoring 72 points and losing? Or the fact that someone you love does not know about the grace of Jesus Christ because you haven't told them about it? What gets your blood boiling more? The fact that somebody you don't like is President of the United States or the fact that people you love have no relationship with Jesus Christ. What gets your blood going more? The fact that someone may be governor of our state you don't like 
or the fact that there are people you know this morning who are sitting at home instead of being at worship because we haven't taken the time to tell them the story. Because whether we want to admit it or not, Jesus isn't really king of our lives. Jesus said, my kingdom is not from this world. And that's the third thing we remember. A life of faith has to be focused on the eternal. Because at the end of it all, all this stuff we worry about is going to be washed away. I got news for you. The president and the governor don't care how you feel about them, so why do you give them so much control over your emotions? Good or bad. But yet the people that you love that have no relationship with Christ or have no relationship with Christ and His church, and we just sit on our hands. Let us remember what is important and what is not. One of the things I ran across in my reading recently is the number of people who were avoiding Thanksgiving dinner with their families because they didn't want to fight about politics. I'm going to say it from the pulpit. That's pathetic. If we're going to let our political beliefs get in the way of our relationships with our family, the problem ain't with Washington, and it ain't with Rachel Maddow, and it ain't with Sean Hannity. The problem is with us. If we allow the temporal affairs of this world to drive us away from our friends and our family, then dadgummit, it is on us and on no one else. Because we are called to be people of eternity and not to worry so much about the temporal, but worry about the eternal. And i got news for you. There is no government in the history of the world that has lasted. Don't let your joy or your sorrow be wrapped up in the temporal. Do not let political ideology drive you away from those you love. We have the ability now to be more isolated than ever because we can crawl in our own silos. And yet that is not who Jesus has called us to be. Our emotions get us in trouble because we allow ourselves to be focused on everything but the eternal. And then Jesus goes on and talks about if my kingdom were from this world and all this, that, and the other. And Pilate says again, so you are a king. And Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. And here's the money thing in this last part. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Listen very carefully, brothers and sisters. Jesus is speaking here. He says, everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. The fourth thing we must remember today is that ultimately our lives bear witness to Christ's authority in us. Ultimately, our lives bear witness to Christ's authority in us. So, church, let's ask ourselves, 
If we had the TMZ crew following us around 24 hours a day, what would our lives bear to what would our lives bear witness? What would our time, how would the use of our time bear witness? To what would the use of our money bear witness? To what would the use of our emotions bear witness? To what would any and everything we think, say, or do, thought, word, or deed, to what do they bear witness? Jesus says, everyone who belongs to me, everyone who belongs to the truth, listens to our voice. All right, are we listening to the voice of Jesus? Are we listening to the voice of Jesus as recorded in this Gospel? Do we live lives where we own our faith? Do we live lives where we understand, accept, and execute the responsibility we have to be Christ's advocates? Do we bear witness that the life of faith has to be focused on the eternal? My friends, Jesus asked Pilate, So, you are king. Let me ask you, So, is Jesus your king? Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church in Derrida, Louisiana. You can find out more about us at fumcderrida.org. Thank you and have a great day.